0: Welcome to another session of Winnie Words, where we speak life to influence others. This is your host, Ross Joseph. Today, I want to share with you what I have learned in my lifetime. The title, What I Have Learned in 70 Years. And I'm going to do my very best in the next 30 minutes or so to share with you the insights that I think I need out of duty to you, my listeners, the things I need to share with you that I believe would be most helpful. And we can only feed out of the basket that is filled with plenty, so to speak. And I believe some of these insights will touch your life. So here we go. First of all, brief background. I was born in a small community in North Dakota called Macville, population seven hundred on a big day. I was raised on a farm, relatively large farm. So at an early age, I learned by observing from my parents, my father and mother, the essence of being not only a business owner as a farmer, but a caretaker over animals, and the responsibility for all of that, along with raising a family. So I would say that Ross Gelseth had a significantly blessed childhood. There were challenges. There's challenges in every family dynamic, in my opinion. Some of which we know a bit about some of which we'll never know about. But the point being, overall, my background, my childhood, was one that I look back on and I can be incredibly thankful for. So let me share with you, in moving from childhood into becoming a young adult, high school graduate, college graduate, aspirations to be a teacher and a coach, and that was the path that I wanted to be on, so to speak. So, during the course of the 50 years that have transpired since my graduation from college, Mayville State College, Mayville, North Dakota, small school, where I got a significant amount of individualized attention, which I think is so valuable. Large universities provide great opportunities. Small universities provide great opportunities but they also provide opportunity for enhanced relationship, which to this day I very much value. In this regard, let me share with you some principles, so to speak, that I have picked up and put in my toolbox that I currently have. The first of which is, I've learned that leadership is the essence of life. And when I speak of leadership, I'm speaking of personal leadership. We are responsible for our own lives. Yes, I learned quite a bit from my father and my mother. But ultimately, their expectation was that when I graduated from high school and college, I was on a path To lead my own life. My wife, when we married 40 years ago, anticipated in her husband to be that I would be the leader of the family. As much as we share in responsibility, ultimately, a woman is looking for a man to lead. Leadership extends itself from personal leadership, where we're responsible for ourselves beyond into another level of leadership, and that is leadership of others. For me, that has taken on many different faces over the course of 50 years or so after graduation from college. Head football coach, classroom teacher, board member, head of school, college head football coach, college assistant football coach, head of my family, which is now three generations, two sons, seven grandchildren, and my wife, as I spoke to. Leadership is also a constant. When you aspire to leadership, you have to aspire to responsibility. Leaders want to be responsible. They want to to be in a position where they can help determine the outcome. So leadership is one of those principles that I have learned a significant about, a significant amount about in the course of my lifetime. The second principle that I've learned is that a boat adrift in the sea will go. Any direction, but it will likely go the direction of the tide or the direction of the wind. Setting goals is a way of setting sail for a destination. Setting goals, I believe, is of imperative nature. So, so important. Otherwise, any path will take you But you don't know where it's going to take you. Setting goals gives you a movement, a direction towards the accomplishment of your objectives. Let me repeat that. Towards the accomplishment of your objectives. If, for example, you want to be a small business owner, you've got to take steps towards acquiring or creating a business. You will not become a small business owner by continuing to be an employee. You can be an employee for a time, but your goal needs to be someday on a day, this is the day, I am going to be a small business owner. That's just one example. Education. Setting a goal to graduate from high school. Setting a goal to graduate from college setting a goal to get a master's degree program. Education is a function of aspiring to achieve, aspiring to get to a point where you are called a graduate for the purpose of equipping yourself moving forward. So setting goals is a second principle. The third is, I think, so valuable, and that is working hard. Hard work precedes success in any venture. Success does not come, real success does not come without hard work. If it was easy, anybody could do it. Unfortunately, many don't do it. They don't have the work ethic it takes. So they never get to the point of realizing their goals, of accomplishing their objectives. Hard work is day-to-day focus on responsibility, opportunity, and activity. Your tomorrow is a function of today's choices and today's hard work. If you want to be better by Friday and it's Monday morning, I would offer to you that you need to work hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday so that Friday when the end of the traditional work week comes, you can look back and say, I and better, we are better on Friday because we've worked hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and when Friday comes you can recognize the change as a result of working hard. The fourth key principle that I want to touch on is strong belief in yourself. There's a saying Not sure where it came from, but I've used it and you've seen it. Life comes in cans. If you think you can, you can. If you don't, you can't. And this all comes back to believing in yourself. So we talk about leadership, we talk about setting goals, we talk about working hard. Part of the fuel, so to speak, as high as the price of gasoline is right now, the fuel of life, I would venture to say, for me, looking back, is a strong belief in yourself and your abilities to get it done. So, so important. In that regard... Believing in yourself becomes a function of surrounding yourself with the right people so that they pour into your life and they provide encouragement and impetus for you. You can feed off of others, which helps feed your own belief in yourself. In other words, you surround yourself with the right people that will speak life into you. You can either spend your time with people who will speak down or will be negative or contrarian or people who don't have a strong belief in themselves. Or you can schedule time with people who will speak confidence into you and you get better as a result and therefore you enhance, you add the fuel to belief in yourself. And here's where it's especially critical. When things are rolling along on a paved highway and the car is going downhill, it needs little or no help. But when you're climbing the mountain of life and the car is struggling to get up the hill, just like that car, we as people. When we're climbing the mountains or we're struggling to get up the hills, we're going through deep waters, strong belief in yourself, yes, I can do it, is so important. The next factor that I want to speak to you about is perseverance. Persevere. I have t-shirts made up that have some inspirational sayings on it and I'll share more of these at the end of the podcast. Just a few things that I've been accused of saying repeatedly over time. But one of which speaks to perseverance. Along with leading and setting goals and working hard and believing in yourself, the ability to hang on and press on is so important because when it, it's difficult and when it becomes the endurance contest, enduring becomes a function of your ability to persevere. How bad do you want it? Are you willing to hang on to the rope when the forces are pulling the rope away? I would venture to say that hanging on to the rope when there's tension on the rope, is one of the most valuable principles we need in life. I look back on difficult moments, college football, high school football, head of a school, board member, elected official. I've been blessed to have had lots of opportunities. But you know what's interesting? In every one of those situations, I could point out many, many, many trying times. Trying difficult times. And yet, perseverance help me and help others that I've watched get on with their life and keep on keeping on. A favorite in my book, Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others, is the story of Pat Lynn, my good friend, who in 2009, dove into a river in the Dominican Republic and within minutes was paralyzed from the neck down. Today, this man has overcome with God's blessing and touch and hours, hundreds of hours of hard work and perseverance. Now a father, married, three children, little farm and squib, speaking life into people all over the Pacific Northwest. Perseverance is another one of those principles. Three more. The next of which is building relationships. Life is meant to be a relationship game. The more relationships you build and take care of, the better you will live. Relationships take continued effort. The relationships that I've left behind 20 years ago, I can't grasp very well anymore. I can't count on them very well. But the relationships that I've coddled, encouraged, stayed in touch with, reached out to the other people consistently, being there when they needed me, those are the relationships Of which my life is now blessed 70 years later. When I look back, taking care of relationships is one of the key principles. Relationships, and I've said this for a long time, where it says in the Bible that God is love. I really believe that he extends love through people. Relationships. God's got a relationship, we are meant to be people of relationship. So build strong relationships. Another key principle for me, looking back 71 years of life, and I got a lot to learn yet, but a key principle is to trust God's leading. I don't know where you are in your faith journey, I'm not talking about just religion. I'm talking about your reverence to a higher power, wherever you might be. In my learnings, I have learned to trust God's leading. My wife and I just celebrated our 40th anniversary on July 9th. When I look back at all of the things that we have been a part of for those 40 years, I can see the hand of God and I can see where we have followed his lead in our life. I write notes to high school and college graduates to encourage and congratulate them. And I say to them in that note, follow the path that God provides. He will bless it. So trusting God's leading. And how do you do that? For me, it's been really a function of disciplined focus on what God would have for me. That includes quiet time early in the morning. That means my prayer life with him, my devotional life, my walk with him, my sanctuary time where I get my best ideas, where I hear most from God. I have a strong faith. And I would pray that for you as well. But part of strong faith is a reverence, so to speak, an awareness and a belief in what God wants me to do, wants Ross to do. And I simply must trust him. So trusting God's leadership has been a key for Ross Joseph. The last of which is the phase of life I'm in right now. Ronnie, my wife, gave me a book four years ago for Father's Day. And the book is titled The Gift of Years. And The Gift of Years is a story about we live this life. We get to a stage of life, and I believe that's the stage I'm in, where I am to look at the gift of my life, what it's been to me, and I am to give it away. What's a gift about? A gift is about giving it away. So in this stage of life, key principle, and we'll close with this and a few sayings. Share with others. Share with others what you have learned. You'll reach a point in time in your life when you feel as though it's time for you to share with others. And in that, that could be employees, that have been diligent and faithful to your company, teach them, give them the winning principles, so to speak. Sharing with others includes being a father and a mother, a grandfather or grandmother for a lifetime. There's always opportunities to give to others, to share with others. And when we share with others, it doesn't mean a mandate. It means coming alongside of, and sharing insights and wisdom. Sometimes it's tidbits. Sometimes it's the entire gospel. Sometimes it's the entire book. But the point is to share with others what you have learned. The gift of years is seeing your life as a gift, but then in your twilight years, so to speak, give it away. You don't keep the gift under the tree. You give it to someone they get to enjoy it and learn it. So with that as a backdrop, I want to close with several sayings that I have developed over the course of my lifetime. And these are what you could call Rossisms. The first of which is, we get better or worse every day. We never stay the same. The second... Enthusiasm is common. Endurance is rare. The third, shepherd the flock. These are my people and I am responsible for leading them. Shepherd the flock. These are my people and I am responsible for leading. Take responsibility. The next, your tomorrow is the result of today's choices. So simple. Your tomorrow is the result of today's choices. The next. Life is half effort and half perseverance. You need both. Half effort, half perseverance. You need both. One more. Prepare for the worst, but expect the best. Prepare for the worst, but expect the best. So, what have I learned in 70 years? I've just shared it with you in a matter of 23 minutes. I close with this. If you want more information, if there's anything I can do to help you, reach out to me. com is our website check it out, get in contact with me with the response mode in there, and let's keep talking. I'm happy to share what I have learned. God's very best to you. Again, this is Ross Gelseth, winning words, speaking life to influence others. Have a great day.